0: And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the Dream Business Coach himself, Jim Palmer.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, creator of the Dream Business Academy, founder of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program, Dream Business Radio, Dream Business TV, Dream Business, I don't know, I think you're seeing a theme here. (laughs) Coming to to you today from Deltaville, Maryland, a tiny little town um not too far from where my guest is but she hasn't heard of it either i mean i don't know if the population is 1000 or 800 but I have my little Wi-Fi antenna about six feet above the boat with a lot of duct tape. So, that but it's working It works for me. Anyway, welcome to a very special live edition of Dream Business Radio, and this is episode four hundred and fifty, I believe. I think I did four forty-nine a couple of days ago. I love you know doing the podcast, obviously, because I've been doing it almost nine years, bringing you great guests, great content, great information to help you build your dream business, so you too can live your dream lifestyle. Um, people ask me a lot of what's what's what are the secrets to good marketing one of them is consistency so so you got to keep doing it and and believe me when you've been doing as many podcasts and videos that i used to do a lot not everyone is an award winner but it's consistent day in day out or week in week out month in month out whatever you're doing anyway this is going to be a a little bit different of a format if you've been with me this whole year with me bringing on um some really great well it's a very stellar guest let me rephrase that stacy's like what the hell jim i have a very special guest today not only an amazing entrepreneur but uh Stacy and her husband, Digital Dave, as we affectionately call him, have become good friends to Stephanie and I. We've had them on our floating home in Maryland. We've also gotten together when we were in St. Augustine, Florida, a couple of years ago at the same time. Stacy is truly an expert in all things small business, but especially small business marketing. And I think we're going to share a nugget or two that you may take out in the marketing realm because we can't help ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I I reached out to Stacy a week or two ago and you know, her and I have been through crap, we'll call it crap. <laughs> <laughs> From the early days of each of our careers, our paths were very similar. Um, and then, you know, we've both been blessed with a lot of success, but we've both had to make lemonade out of lemons several times. And um, when COVID hit a, a year ago, one of Stacy's like booming businesses was doing events for corporations, like live corporate events, and boom, nobody's going to work anymore. So, it's like all the great marketing isn't going to fix that. So anyway, I, I asked her to come on and, you know, like the Energizer bunny, she just keeps going and going and going and 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 creating success for herself and her family. And I wanted to have a conversation um, just about life because, you know what, it occurred to me that there's so many people that struggle right now. And um, so anyway, I guess that's enough in, in instruction. Stacey, how are you doing?
2: I am fantastic. And gosh, Jim, I've been on planet Jim forever and ever and ever. And when you, congratulations on your 450th episode, because I remember you doing it kayaking. I remember you jumping off the dock and now (laughs) you're just parking your boat at the yacht. So you've come full circle.
1: I know from, and it was so funny when we, Stephanie and I got into kayaking many years ago, one of my friends goes, well, that's the, that's the, the inexpensive way to get into boating. I didn't happen to think it was boating. I thought it was something different. But anyway, um, you and I share a lot of the same gifts, talents, I would say. Uh, We've been through a lot of struggles. We've both uh, had our share of winning and persevering. And I thought as um, as I shared the email, and then a couple days, a couple hours, a couple of minutes before you went live, gee, Jim, I've been doing this a lot, 450 episodes, remember? I said, why don't we just have a conversation, right? And um, if that sounds good to you, I think we'll get started. What do you think? Does that sound like a good plan?
2: The closet door's open. Ask what you want.
1: Let's open the kimono, so to speak. So the first chapter of your entrepreneurial journey, I mean, goes goes to when you had young kids at home and I think you started a business and then another one and another one. So give us, for the people who don't know small business, Stacy Riska, give us a little bit of that background story.
2: All right. Let me try and quickly summarize yeah. it up. So okay. I've always had the entrepreneurial itch. My first business was an outsourcing business, doing the back office work for associations and nonprofits. Very successful, grew it, had a project manager running the day-to-day. Ten years later, I woke up one day and had a midlife crisis and realized that I just needed something fun and different to do. So I did what any rational person would do. I bought a coffee smoothie franchise, right? (laughs) Double down. And makes sense. Well, I quickly grew that, and in one year, I became the number one franchise in the system with two stores at Dulles Airport, 10 of these mobile tiki bars going all around Washington, D.C., and three food trucks. And the growth was great, but so was the crash and burn, Mm. because this was in 2008. And I woke up one day with the bank knocking on my door saying, we're going to take your house. You're $500,000 in debt and you can't even afford to put peanut butter and jelly on the table. So you are in dire straits. And that was a real come to Jesus moment. And I realized that, yeah, I was in dire straits. I had two young kids. I was working myself to the bone. Um, I had creditors knocking on the door. I was sued six times in a year. And I realized that I had a choice to make, right? I could throw in the towel, or I could fight to save my business. And it's kind of funny because I'm watching a show now called The Profit. Have you heard of yes. that one?
1: Like yes, I've been watching Long that since it started. Show, right, yep. And so,
2: you know, I can watch it with my marketing glasses on. And <laughs> it was the same thing. I had to look at my business and realize, was it a business worth saving? And the number said, yeah, it's a business worth saving what was holding it back was me. I wasn't doing the marketing. So I immediately got into gear, started doing marketing and realized that, oh my God, this stuff works. And (laughs) I was able to systematize it and people started hearing about my success and calling me and saying, can you help me? You know what, can you just do it? And therefore launch my next business, um, the Small Biz Marketing Specialist where I help small business owners get their marketing done. And then from working with you, Jim, um, helping me realize that the dream biz my husband and I ultimately wanted was to help coffee and smoothie business owners, just like ourselves, learn how to get into catering because that was the game changer that took us from $500,000 in debt to a seven-figure profitable business. And then right when we were about to launch a live training program, (laughs) boom, this thing called COVID hit.
1: (laughs) That's 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 a polite word for the show. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah, right? And so what a game changer that was. So full circle to today, it actually forced me to look at my life and where I was. And as Jim said, All my catering business stopped because there were no social gatherings. All my poor small business clients were struggling because many of them were the small mom and pop home based businesses like cleaners and um, all that type of business. And nobody was letting anybody in their house. So I kept them on. I was like, follow my mantra. Always be marketing. But -hmm. that could only last for so long. You still have to have money in the bank. And then I kind of looked at my life and I was like, I am working myself to the bone. And although I love what I'm doing at this point in my life, it's just it's not where I want to be. I was in calls all day with clients and just wasn't having so much fun anymore. And one day the phone rang rang and it was from one of my past clients, the UPS store. And they said, hey, you know. We're, we're looking for a marketing person, and you're probably not interested, but if you know of anybody, would you put oh. a word out? I was like, ding, ding, ding. You know, gosh, what if I could work for just one client? Yes. And long story short, I <clears> took <throat> the opportunity to become the marketing representative for the DC Maryland area for the UPS stores. And what a game changer it's been, because now Yes, I have one client, so to speak, but I really have 115 because I work with all the stores in the D.C. area wow. doing what I'm super passionate about, helping them with their local store marketing. And it's just freed up so much time. And in the email that I had shared with Jim, I said, you know what? I actually love my life again.
1: <laughs> I love it. I replied, this is the best part of your email. I love my life again. <laughs> so, Stacey, you you created what we know what we now call today a a VA, a virtual assistant business. I don't know if you had that term or if it was even around, but you actually, you were really early to the game and created that. You saw that vision where people that had solopreneurs or small business owners didn't need like full-time you know, uh, W-2 workers, 1099 contractors to do certain things. So that was pretty big. Then you got into the done for you business because, you know, one of the things, you and I talk about a lot is that you can give great advice to somebody, but if they don't actually implement it, you're going to catch the blame for being not a very good coach. And what really happens is if they would just implement it. So you said, well, let me solve that problem and actually, you know, not just share marketing uh, wisdom, but actually get the marketing done. So that was a home run. Next thing I, I recognize from your, your introduction there is uh, you were open to what I call taps, taps on the shoulder. Hey, (laughs) Stacy. like you could have said, oh no, let me think about somebody. But you said, I'm great for this. Right. (laughs) So you, you had your eyes open. I love that. And, um, and what a great business UPS is. Right. So, and, uh, I think that's amazing. You know, one of the things that I I was just so blown away when I think way back when I first met you, I think you came to my event in Annapolis. Was that like the first one? And, um, you know, part of my story is, you know, going from, you know, being out of work for a year and a half cancer and, and starting a business already in debt and then amassing like 150,000 in credit card debt. And you go, I beat
2: you there. <laughs> that's
1: nothing, Jim, half a million. And I'm like, whoa, wow. And um, I, I mean, I literally was blown away with that story. And then, like you said, you just turned it around. So many people, I think, Stacey, entrepreneurs, Have a uh, money mindset problem. They, you know, whether it's credit card debt, oh, very, very bad, or I can't invest, or this that the other thing, they have a very warped relationship because money is somehow a measure or a yardstick of success. Do you know what I mean? So when you when you woke up and you know the creditors are knocking on your door and you know the cupboards are bare, so to speak, you still went all in and said, I'm gonna fix this, right? So where where did that did you have, like, amazing parents that told you, don't worry about money, it'll always be there? Or was that, like, where did that come from for you?
2: You know, both of my, I came from parents who, my dad worked side jobs to raise, to always have money. Poor guy had three girls, always wanted a boy, right? with oh. Three girls. But... but You know, he did not have an amazing. He was an engineer for a radio station, and yet he got three girls through college, three weddings and now lives an amazing retired life. My mom was a stay at home mom. And I think just from seeing how that dynamic impacted our family always gave me. The entrepreneurial drive, you know, whether it was putting the lemonade stand out front or selling candy and gum to kids. That was you?
1: You were selling candy, gum, and
2: lemonade as a kid? Yeah, Mm. absolutely, right? (laughs) And, you know, one for you, two for me, but, you know, the economics didn't work out very well. But, you know, my sweet tooth did. So I think I've just, what I would say to your audience is entrepreneurship is hard right? It's it's not easy. And I have never, ever met a successful business person who didn't fail hard, hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, Jim, you have a story, right? I mean, I remember you standing up at the DBA and sharing your story, tears streaming down your eyes because it's still impactful this day of, you know, you did what you had to do, even if it was um, stocking shelves of at the Walmart, yep. right? I mean, so, or target, right, target. So get out of your way, right? But so there's multiple messages, fail hard and fail fast because you learn from your mistakes. I am so grateful that all those lemons came into my life because there is no doubt I would not be where I am without those lessons learned. So adversity has many lessons for you, but you can also take advantage of working with somebody like Jim as your coach, because there is no doubt that I wouldn't be where I am and have the success and the clients and the two books that never would have come to fruition had I not worked with somebody. And you don't just go pick somebody randomly, right? I mean, I've, I followed Jim for many, many, many years before I invested in him. There you go. And there's always that oh I don't have the money or I'm not good enough and as you said Jim that's all that's all head trash. Yes. So when I look back at what kind of <clears throat> guided me to where I am today, I think it's failing hard and failing fast because making those mistakes forced me to make decisions and yes they were tough, but I was able to turn the ship around. But also working with a coach and investing in myself and my business was a huge impact in making that come to fruition.
1: You've also been um, very um, what's the word when you create when you create a lot of stuff? Oh. Entrepreneur, you, <laughs> yeah, entrepreneur. When you throw a lot of things at the wall, but you've done so many things. I remember you were doing like daily meals or daily deals, teaching people how to mm-hmm. use what was we're that. Gone. Groupon Groupon, Mm -hmm. and um, all these different things. And some people, including myself, I think when we first talked, "Mm, I'm not sure if that's a good one, but the cool thing is you are always looking for different ways to get into the community of prospective customers. There's not just one way, right? So I admired that. And then again, you did the done for you program when a lot of people, like, I really would just like to share my advice, be paid for it, and then let them go away. Well, that's not reality <laughs> you know i mean when i started coaching i had two programs there was group coaching and group coaching plus private and about 3 or 4 years later i'm now you know just looking back on a short career and some people weren't like advancing like i thought and then in talking with a mentor cuz i invested in myself said well they're not going to do it cuz they're already busy why don't you create a program and that'll do it for them and that's how the vip program came into account mm-hmm. but you know, you created, uh, there's really going on my memory. Now you created something called silver platter marketing, oh,
2: right. Again,
1: <laughs> silver platter marketing. It's not going on my memory. I I made a couple notes. I went back <laughs> to all this stuff. Let, let people think Jim can't remember some names that you just meet after you shook their hand. steps <laughs> And cups to gallons. Now cups to gallons was, <clears throat> let's call that the most recent, uh, challenge, right? Because yeah. you you created um, such a program with your catering business and the typical entrepreneur who runs a coffee shop, smoothie shop, or you know, specialty uh, food franchise or, or not franchise, they're doing it one cup at a time. And you, I would love if you would share, how did you get into that? Like, I know a little bit of that story, how you discovered the catering side of the business because, well, I'm a retailer. I'm not a caterer. How did you get into the cups to gallons model?
2: Well, here I am, $500,000 in debt, st- two stores at Dulles, a store in a mall, um, and I'm, I'm literally going out to fairs and festivals selling one cup of coffee or one smoothie at a time. Mm. And that was not going to get me $500,000 out of debt. And one day, a customer came into the mall. I was there because, of course, I'm working 120 hours a week. And the woman said, do you do birthday parties? And I was like, "Sure, we had never yes. done one before." <laughs> yes, never say no, right? Yep. Yes, didn't you write a book about that, John? Just <laughs> say yes. Just, say, just yes. say yes. I, I, I read that. Figure it out later. No, oh, right? It was subliminal, so I just said yes, and never done catering. But we figured it out, and interestingly enough. Remember, I bought a franchise, supposedly a proven system. They didn't teach me how to do the catering. Actually, I was the first to do a food truck also. So I was more teaching them how to run their business. But we went out and did this catering event and came back and 80% of it was profit. We're Hmm. like, wow. hmm." And then we just started reaching out to schools and then pools were contacting us. And people not only wanted us for backyard parties, but they wanted us for weddings and barn bought mitzvahs. And then companies started calling saying, can you do staff appreciation? And our average catering job was over $500 and we would net $450. Mm-hmm. In, in a couple world- of
1: hours, right?
2: Yeah. And, and do it in four hours, literally. So, you know, a two hour event, one hour to pack and get there and one hour to get back. So a four hour event, And boom, I mean, the bottom line just miraculously changed. So we're like, why are we paying all of this money to have these brick and mortar stores when we can be doing catering? We totally changed the business model instead of a build it and they will come. we changed it to we come to you with doing catering and the food trucks. And now today, you know, everybody knows what food trucks are, but when we started this 10 years yeah. ago, we were one of the first ones here in Washington DC. And so we've built out an amazing client base. I have a manager who runs the day-to-day, so I'm not all I do really is what Jim taught me, the marketing. And then as Jim said, people started reaching out and asking us to teach them to go from cups to gallons. So, wrote a book on the cater system. And then started to put together a training program and we're gonna eventually bring that live again and then build it out into an online course
1: you I mean you and Dave if you're not at the ten yard line you may be at the two yard line that thing was almost you were you were scheduling to do a yeah. live training yeah r- like in January or February right before
2: <laughs> country shut down <laughs> yeah we were almost ready to go to hotels and sign on the dotted line. Stacy,
1: what so the average coffee shop, not Starbucks, but the average mom and pop shop you going to sell's coffee, maybe a few danish whatever. How long does it take them to sell a gallon of coffee versus a cup?
2: Well, they literally when you say that, they literally think about a gallon. How can I sell a gallon? Uh-huh. And so what happens is they need to learn how to pivot. And get out of their own way, and actually just listen to their customers, because instead of you know we are, when somebody opens up a coffee shop, they have this vision of I want whatever it looks like, and I want a place where people can hang out, and you know Everybody they are getting it around them. Yeah, but you actually need to <clears throat> do the opposite and listen to your customers and give them what they want, because people will handsomely. What what's my saying? people will don't buy what they need. They buy what they want and they'll pay handsomely for it.
1: That's right. You know, one of the things you did so well growing your own business was, I remember some, some days we'd be talking about and coming up with different ways just to give the event planners in the corporations ideas. Right, the hot, the, the hot cocoa and and all these different things, and you'd present them, and it, they would look good because they're putting on these events for their, their the employees and everything. And then, but boom, Stacy comes in for two hours or three hours, and ba boom.
2: Well, Jim, you were the inspiration be- behind my most successful marketing piece, which I don't have here to kind of do a show and tell. But that was my smoothie in a box, right? And that became my most successful marketing piece, thanks to you.
1: Wow! How fun was that? Boy, that was a, that was a few years ago, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Somewhere
1: along the line, you uh, wrote a book called "Small Business Marketing Made Easy." Easy, right? Um, and talk a little bit about why you wrote the book and, and who it's for.
2: Well, I wrote the book because it was literally the formula that I used to take my business from 500000 in debt to a seven-figure profitable business. And it's just, it's so simple. It's a six-step formula that I call ACTION, the Action Marketing System. And each of those letters stand for how you build your program, And here's the thing. Everybody today, even in this COVID crazy world, still thinks everything has to be digital and online Mm -hmm. and just throw money at it. And the irony of it is, is if you don't be cookie cutter and vanilla and put the foundations in place to a true marketing system, define your customer. What do they want? do something to get them to raise their hand and say, yes, I'd like to know more and then drip on them, nurture the relationship, deliver wow experiences. Then they will become your brand ambassadors and come back again and again with open wallets. Nothing in there says spend tons of money on Facebook ads or Google ads <laughs> and all your time on social media.
1: Yeah, it's a great book. So, um, I'll, you, you get it at your website I know i know it's on amazon right amazon kindle there it is small bart small marketing business made easy small business Stacy, get the book i mean the action formula is is brilliant in its simplicity but look at so many people want to do something complicated because they think simple doesn't work. Well, can what, what's the, no, what's behind the scenes reason? No, it's not. You know, you said something earlier, which I've always believed in is listening to your customer. They'll tell you what they're looking for and then give it to them. I mean, that's really how I grew no hassle newsletters, right? I started developing content. I was having writers write content for my corporate newsletter business, my very first business. And then I started reselling the content. And people said, well, how do you create these templates? And so I said, well, let me create some templates and put them in the mix. And then we were at a Glazer Kennedy show. Stephanie and I were standing in a booth in St. Louis. How do I get these printed? So then I created a partnership with a buddy. And now we, uh, concierge print and mail demand has been going for like 10 years, right? I mean, it, just listening to what the customer, and I'm like, well, I'm not a printer. I didn't say that, right? No. So- Somebody asks for something and you give it to them like you, you can you create a revenue stream is is my big thing multiple so um,
2: streams of revenue I know that's one of your mantras
1: that's it and and the reason I believe in that is because most high income earners um, pull together revenue from different sources they don't just have one main thing that they push, so multiple streams of revenue at all they don't have to all be like huge one could be your main one, then you know different ones they all add up to a nice income anyway. Doggone. 225 already. This is way too much fun. But Uh,
2: look, I'm still I'm still contributing to your coffers because even at the UPS store, we use no hassle newsletters. (laughs) Uh,
1: UPS has been a great customer for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. As a matter of fact, there's a newsletter being printed right now as we speak. (laughs) Stacey, another thing that we have in common is that you are a coach also. You run your own virtual mastermind. Talk a little bit about that program. I mean, I, I assume you're still fitting it in with, with your other uh, other duties, so to speak.
2: <laughs> well, I, I do coaching because it's truly what I love doing. I love helping the small business owner. And I do that for the 115 UPS stores that we have, but I also have a small base of clients that I work one-on-one with. And that's where I get to really help them. Get deep in the woods and find out what's really happening in the business. And more importantly, start building the foundations to implement that action marketing system. Because so many of these clients, they'll come to me and it's always the same thing. I know I need to do marketing, but I just don't know what to do, how to do it or where to do it. So that's what I love to do is help them put the foundations in place and then help them build the, almost like what you're doing, the dream business, success, the successful and profitable, ah, successful <laughs> and profitable business they always knew they could have.
1: And, you know, when you and I talked about coaching and stuff, I mean, we both, again, we're very, very similar. My mantra when I help somebody start a coach, is, the paycheck is good, but the, the real pay is when you're helping somebody mm-hmm. really take their business to the next level. I know, I know you get a charge. You'll, you'll be doing that like me when you're 70. You'll still have <laughs> maybe five clients. I don't know. But, you know, you'll still be doing that in some way. Um, I want to really squeeze in as much as I can here in the last couple of minutes. Talk about mindset. The, you know i think of mindset as and people say well if you if you take your skill and your you know work ethic determination and moral compass and all that you can tell if somebody's going to be successful i say well no that's the machine that is your business what drives the machine is your mindset that's how important mindset's not just another add on that is the fuel so talk a little bit if you would about mindset courage having faith in yourself how to pick yourself off the mat, not once, twice, but maybe 20 times, right? Yeah. How, where do you find the wherewithal to, to keep going? Because I mean, like you said, you're you're in the best shape of your life right now.
2: I, you know, I, I feel good. And when I look back, you know, it's kind of like, you should be keeping a journal. It's It's mm. a very interesting exercise to every day kind of write down what you're thankful for, what you did, what went well and what didn't. And when you look back at that document a year, three years, five years later, it's pretty amazing of what's going on upstairs. And I've learned so much of this mindset from you, Jim. I Mm. So many things, especially about being grateful, because when you are in that crap and you have creditors knocking on your door and you can't even afford to buy a jar of peanut butter. It's sometimes it can be, it, it, it's like, how can I feel grateful? But I've learned so much of that from you and your trials and tribulations and how you go deep. And it's, it, it's almost turning it around from it's not about you. It's about right. others. And That's when it. you start asking a simple question, five, How can I help you? How can I help you? Five simple words. It totally changed my life. And I think you came out with your CD. I'm probably right. Your DVD on serve, right? Yep. And that was just so inspirational. And so mindset is something we all have to work on every day. There, it's not like you just pop a pill. Um, there's going to be good days and there's going to be bad days, but working with a coach getting aligned in a mastermind, realizing one of Jim's mantras, one is the loneliest number, right? So connect yourself and realize that in this entrepreneurial world, you're never alone. And there are people who want to help and support you. And just always be grateful because no matter what, there's always something, there's always a silver lining and something to be thankful for.
1: It really is. Um, it's, I call it hashtag perspective. I've had a couple clients over the years that get into real sticky wickets or down in a not good place. I said, "I'm going to give you some things that'll help you." But I think, why don't you go serve in a soup kitchen or go do so go do anything that's going to because you suddenly realize all the stuff that's going on in your own life is nothing compared to what other people are dealing with. It's a, it's a great, it's a great way to, uh, you know, I learned that way way back in the good works days (laughs) they're they're pounding on my boat as we speak. So (laughs) hope you don't hear that, but we're getting ready to wrap up anyway. But um, yeah, so go serve other people. It's a great way to take your eye off of what's going on in your own life. And it is not about you. It's about, it is about our contribution, which I'm going to, I'm going to just do this real quick. I'm going to slightly go rogue. Stacy, I don't know if you saw David Phelps, another member of our mastermind. He wrote a book called what's your next. It's a wonderful book and um there's he has these things called um he has these things called uh the the five investments you should make or the seven investments one of them is called legacy and that really i just read it really got me stacy like Mm -hmm. you know you get to a certain age i know you're not my age yet but you get to a certain age you start looking backwards a little bit Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. what have i left what have i done instead of forward looking for -hmm. growth 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 so I'm going to be announcing a couple of things in the next few days, kind of legacy related, not just growth and profit related, but anyway, it's a wonderful book. So there you go, David, I I gave you a plug on stage. stage. He is, he is really awesome. So I can't tell you how much I admire and respect and like you and Dave, and I'm just so thrilled you we've been uh, colleagues for such a long time. Um, I, I know you're you're kind of doing your you, so you got the UPS thing you do your mastermind mm-hmm. so where can people if they want to connect with you more is that small biz marketing specialist or is there another place you want them to go?
2: Sure, I have I have many home bases. So if you're a small business owner entrepreneur, go to smallbizmarketingspecialist.com. If you're a coffee smoothie juice bar dessert shop, want to learn more about how to go to cups to gallons. Go to cups to gallons.com. And if you just want to reach out to me directly, I'm always here to help you. I'll even give you my personal email, smallbizstacy at gmail.com.
1: And she will reach out to you. And by the way, um, in preparing for this, because um, I've interviewed Stacy. This is probably the third or fourth time, but it's been a few years. I actually went back to small biz, small small biz marketing Specialist, small And um, the blog is tremendous. I mean, <laughs> That stuff is timeless, Stacey. You got some great stuff up there. So thank you so much. I think I really wanted to um, have a great conversation with you. I know we did that. I think somebody out there, whoever it is, is probably going, it was me, is feeling a little inspired, (laughs) maybe going $500,000 in debt. That ain't me. Thank God. (laughs) Or somebody's, you know, lemon out of lemonades. I really wanted that to be the show. And I think you delivered that in a big fashion. Thank you so, so much, my friend.
2: You are welcome. Thank you for being such an inspiration, not only to me, but this amazing community that you've built and really supporting small business owners and entrepreneurs out there.
1: All right. Thanks so much. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview with Stacy Riska, a gifted entrepreneur. Now you can see why I am blessed to call her a friend. Um, again, her website is Small Biz Marketing Specialist, smallbizmarketingspecialist.com. Get a copy of her book, Small Business Marketing Made Easy. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com if you're interested in joining Stacy. and right now 27 other Very smart entrepreneurs in my dream business mastermind, Dream Biz Coaching, dreambizcoaching.com. You see a little thing there with the (laughs) B-I-Z. But until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. You take good care.